Hey, it's Ella and Daddy, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast, where our goal is to speak out the truth of the Bible so that our listeners may be encouraged to live in a manner worthy of their calling. Together, we pray that God would use this episode to strengthen and guide you on your faith journey. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today is going to be our third topic in our self-series, and today we are talking about self-appreciation. Basically, today we're talking about pride, but like we tried to come up with a name to like make it fit in with the whole self-series, so I don't know what we're actually calling this episode yet, but... It's about pride. And it's part of the self series. (laughs) It's either self appreciation or self satisfaction. Self self satisfaction. Self satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, pride. I mean, what better to put into a series about the self than the topic of pride, honestly? The only problem is there's not a good self name for (laughs) this topic. But, um,. Basically, the definition of pride is a feeling that you are more important or better than people. So it's really just like putting yourself above others. And the Bible talks about pride a ton. Like, you guys, we have so many notes and so many Bible verses on this. Proverbs 16 verse 5 says, The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. And that is just one of many verses on the topic of pride. But God makes it very clear that he hates pride. Like, that is a big issue. Right, it says right there, the Lord detests pride. It's like, boom, God hates this. Don't do this. Right there. Right. Um, One quote I loved when we were researching and looking up this It's from Mere Christianity, which is a book by C.S. Lewis, which I've yet to read. However, it's on my list of, like, should reads. So I've read it. It's super good, but it's, like, really, it really makes you think. So it's kind of hard to read, but definitely worth it. I've read a lot of books by C.S. Lewis, like all those alien ones, like Purpalandra. I I don't know. I'm probably pronouncing this so wrong. And they were weird, but I kind of understood them. Yeah. I'm more into, like, Christianity books, but... Yeah. Anyways. They were Christian, Christian Anyways. books. Anyways. Quote from Mere Christianity about pride, and it says, A proud man is always looking down on things and people. And, of course, as long as you're looking down, you cannot see something that is above you. And so that right there shows why it is so harmful to be prideful, because when you're looking down you are the top like you're and you're not looking up you're realizing oh i'm i'm top dog here but what's above each and every one of us here on this earth god so that is the big problem with pride is when we are at the center god can't be at the center so when i'm always looking down i'm top dog and i'm not realizing that there is someone above me and in control of me Mm -hmm. i'm i'm the big deal here not right right and One thing that the Bible does make clear, like, even though God hates pride and he hates prideful people, there is still a topic of good pride in a couple verses in there. And so a good type of pride is having pride in God and, like, pride in 
who you are as a Christian, I guess. And so boasting in the Lord is like, the Bible makes the, that clear that that is an okay type of pride. Galatians 6 verse 14 says, But far be it from me to boast, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. And then there's also pride where like, you feel satisfied after working really hard on something, a job well done, or like you've been training really hard for sports activities and then it all pays off when things go well and whatever, like, and also just being proud of a friend. Like these are okay types of pride as long as that pride isn't like ruling your life, you know, like you don't, put all your pride, all your satisfaction, everything about your life into training for that sport or into doing a job well done or into these things. Like God is our number one thing that we put pride into and have pride in, but there are other, there is, it's okay to have pride in some things. Like 2 Corinthians 7 verse 4 says, I'm acting with great boldness toward you. I have great pride in you and I'm filled with comfort. In all our affliction, I am overflowing with joy. So the Apostle Paul, too, like, here he's saying he has pride in some members of these churches he started and fellow Christians and friends and whatever. Like, basically the whole point is, like, not every single type of pride is bad. Right, and I think, as you were saying about the whole sports thing, you can be proud of your accomplishments and proud of the ability that you have however it's the ability that god has given you Mm -hmm. and it has to stem from that where you always hear oh all glory to god well there's a difference between saying that and acting in that yeah and i think that really shows if a person is truly prideful is how they're acting in that and acting in humility towards the gifts that god has given them rather than the opposite right, of that. Right, Makes me think of the saying, actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. Like, you can say, all glory to God, all God, whatever, but... At the end of the day, if acting? you don't live it out, right. it means absolutely nothing. Right. Right. So that's the good type of pride. However, what we're really focusing on today is the bad type of pride, I guess we could say. And it's the type of pride that stems from our self-righteousness or conceit. And the problem with this kind of pride is it places ourselves at the center. And we've talked about this before of if you think of your life kind of like a donut and then you got the center (laughs) hole, God fits in that center hole right there. And that hole can only be filled with God. Like Uh it is, cannot be filled with anything else of this world. But when we are prideful, we are trying to put ourselves at the center, at the center of attention there. And that hole was only designed for God. And when we are in the center, our thoughts are consumed with ourselves and what would bring bring glory and benefit to ourselves rather than to God. And Psalms 10 verse 4 says, in the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek him. All his thoughts are, there is no God. And when I put myself at the center and I'm in control, I have no need for a God. Mm-hmm. I have no need to look around me and have, you know, the author of the world right. holding it all together because I believe I am right. that. Right. Yeah. Kind of like just clarifying 
what you said, like, even if you're a prideful person, you still have a need for God. You just don't realize your need for God. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's because pride is essentially like self-worship. It's giving us all the glory for something that God has already accomplished. Mm-hmm. So it's like God accomplished it, but I want the glory, so I put myself there. Right. Oh, look, I did it. Well, I mean, like, without your legs that God gave you and without all this, like, you right. wouldn't have that. Right. Basically, like, everything in this life, who we are, like, it is all from God. God is the source of whatever we possess, all of our b- abilities that we have. John 15, verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in, I in him, he is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. God created us. He filled our lungs with air. He gave us life. Like, we cannot do anything without God, and it is just so wrong for us as human beings to think that there's anything in this life we can do on our own. Like, we need God for salvation, but we need God for so much more than just salvation. Like, literally, God wakes you up in the morning. Mm -hmm. He keeps your heart beating, and he gives you your talents. So... Pride is hated in God's eyes because God knows how much, like, we depend on him and how much he gives us. And so, like, when we're thinking we can do things on our own, like, it's just really wrong. Well, it's like, what is the purpose of life here on this earth as human beings? What's to give glory, honor, and praise to God? Mm -hmm. And what's pride? Giving glory and honor and praise to ourselves. So that's the problem there, is it's the exact thing that God created us to do, we're doing the exact opposite. And I think that's why God's like, I hate this. And he literally says over in the Bible, like, dude, I hate this, don't do this. (laughs) Yet, we do it all the time. Right. And I think an important thing to remember, too, is like with pride, it's not only really bad for our relationship with God and really dangerous in that aspect, but also just with other people. Like, when you are prideful you are putting yourself first. And so you're putting yourself above God and that ruins all the relationships around you when you're not caring about other people. You're not being kind to your friends and like putting other people before you, which is another thing the Bible commands us to do, is to love others like yourself, to put other people before yourself. Mm -hmm. And another like subcategory of pride is selfishness. And we did talk about this in our self series. So I think that's another good episode that you guys could go listen to because it really does hit on this topic of pride that we all struggle with. with. But Mm -hmm. so what what is the opposite of pride? The opposite of pride, if we flip it around, it's humility. And God says in Matthew 5, verse 3, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And what God is referring to when he's saying these poor in spirit, it's those people that realize they are broken and in need of a savior. They realize their need for God and their saving grace. So God in this verse is saying, blessed are those people that realize they don't have it all together. Mm -hmm. Blessed are those who realize they are broken. Why? Because they realize their need for a savior. And they're not going to do it on their own. Mm Because they realize they can't do it on their own apart from Christ. And instead, they need the saving grace of Christ to wash over them. Right. That's the beauty of it. Right. And I really believe that prideful Christians really hurt the gospel. Because... 
I know pride is something everyone struggles with, everyone has in their life, but you look at like the world around us and all these worldly people so prideful and like sports leagues today are huge. Everyone's celebrating their own accomplishments and like Hollywood, everyone's all about themselves and whatever. And then when you have Christians who are prideful in themselves and their works and what they're doing, that really hurts the gospel because unbelievers look at them and say, why would I want what you have when you look just like the world around me? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that, I really think that really hurts the gospel a lot. And just, I don't know, that's just my little side rant there. So <laughs> anyway, but I kind of agree with you because these prideful people don't realize their need for God and they can easily fall into the mindset of, God will just accept me because I, I deserve the acceptance. I'm a big deal here. I deserve it. And I think this really stuck out to me when I visited Haiti, which is a third world country. And I remember sitting in um, church and there was a mother with a young child standing in front of me. And I actually had to hold the baby, so it was really, it was, it was cool. <laughs> Not my point, but... I remember looking at her Bible that was sitting next to her and it was missing a cover. It was like falling apart, tattered in pieces and just barely holding together. And I realized how much she had used that Bible. And anyway, after the church service, we were talking about this after and the people there, like God is their lifeline because they don't know when their next meal is coming. And it's so much easier I mean, I guess I don't know because I've never lived in those shoes, but it's easier to depend on a savior when your basic needs aren't met because you right. truly have to rely on God for that. And yet we're living in a first world country, America here today, and all our basic needs, most people here, are easily met. And so we don't realize our complete dependence on our creator. Right. However, right. it is still there. Like, we can't depend upon ourselves, which is what pride is. We still depend on a creator. Mm -hmm. Because without God and without the cross, there is no way to enter into eternal life. Exactly, exactly. Life only comes through God and his great grace for us. And like I said earlier, like, God could decide not to wake you up in the morning. So don't get too big of a head, just saying. Mm -hmm. I had that talk with an eight-year-old the other day. Well, she's 10. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She's like, oh, I have a long way before I die. And I was like, well, actually, you could die tomorrow. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you could get in a car crash. I'm like, on my way home from your house, I could get into a car crash. Right. Led into a very nice gospel conversation, but it was just like, you know, you're not promised tomorrow. You mm -hmm. really, truly are not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we kind of want to go into now a couple of biblical narratives of pride that we see in the Bible and less of like Bible verses like of God saying, I hate pride, but more of like stories. They're all over in the Bible, but we're just going to share a few. So one big one is the pride of Satan and Satan's fall and like what led him to be the devil, Satan, who he is today came from pride because his pride led him to believe that he was above God and he was worthy to, of praise and he wanted to he wanted to be the best and Isaiah 14 verse 
13 through 14 says, For you have said it in your heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, I will be like the most high. And that was Satan saying like, I want to be the best, I want to be the highest. And this was just his pride in himself that led him to be a fallen angel, to Mm -hmm. be the devil because of that pride. Yeah, I think I remember reading somewhere that part of Satan's fall, like first and foremost, was because of his own beauty. I I really do think that's somewhere we I've, should look I've it up. I've never heard it, so I have no idea. We'll look it up and maybe put you a scripture reference below. Or we'll like put below that this is completely false. <laughs> Either, <laughs> Either way, or. check the description right now to find out right. if it's right. Don't or not. leave yourselves hanging. We are sinful, valuable human beings because of the fall of Satan. So that's why um, you'll have to check the description. <laughs> Anyway, another biblical narrative of pride, or rather the lack of pride, was just Jesus and his completely humble character. And in Philippians um, chapter 2, verse 5 through 8, it says, You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Honestly, when we were talking about that donut and the hole, Christ was the only one who really deserved to be at the center of attention, yet he was the one that took the humble position. Mm -hmm. He was the person that was you know i'll be born into this world like everyone else i will die a criminal's death he he took humility to a whole nother level here yeah really diminished the whole pride thing (laughs) yeah i he's literally god in the flesh and he bore all of our sins so praise god for that but yeah so here in these two biblical narratives of pride. These are just two that we pulled out. There's many out there. We have the pride of Satan leading to a lot of destruction and a lot of problems. And then we have Jesus's humility. And thanks to Jesus's humility, we can have eternal life. And there's just so many consequences of pride that like I don't think we even really realize. And I see a big one as just hurting relationships with friends, hurting relationships with families. And God gives us family, God gives us friends, and we don't want our sin and our pride to get in the way of hurting the people we love and those relationships. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a bajillion different consequences of our pride, and that's because pride is sin, and sin has natural consequences that go with it. And some of these consequences are pride can keep us from realizing our need for the gospel and we talked about this before of you know the dependence on food and water you don't realize you need it until it's gone Mm. you really don't and so when we're living here and we have this pride and we think we're all that in a bag of chips well we don't have to look to god we really truly do not and so it can keep us from the gospel and from that saving grace of god because we don't realize that we need it number two pride can keep us from repenting of our sins you know when i'm prideful and 
I don't like to be wrong. <laughs> I struggle with this sometimes. Like, I know I sinned, but I don't necessarily want to admit it mm-hmm. right away because I don't want to admit that I was wrong. And that's my own pride that gets in the way there. That's the, I need to be superior here right now. And I don't want to, you know, submit under anyone. And finally, pride can steal God's glory for ourselves. So God gave us all of these abilities here on this earth. And when I perform to a certain set of standards and I take that pride for myself, well, was that success truly my own? No, because apart from God, I would not have that success. So I can, that's a consequence of it is I'm mm-hmm. stealing God's glory in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. My brain all of a sudden went to like pride, pride, pride. We're saying pride so much. I thought of pride month. And then I thought, why don't we have like a pride celebration for Jesus Christ's death? Like we need to take pride in what God did for us and pride in the fact that our salvation is a gift. Like I'm proud of that. I'm proud I'm a Christian. I'm proud that there's nothing I could ever do to earn my salvation. Why the heck don't we get a pride month? Make it. Sorry. That's just where my brain went all of a sudden. Yeah, so we've covered all of these problems with pride and just how much destruction it causes in our lives. And so let's give the people some hope here. What cures a prideful heart? How can people get out of this? Yeah, so one of the first things um, that we can do for a prideful heart is honestly super easy it's acknowledging the problem and while i say it's super easy it may not be super easy at the beginning (laughs) it's a basic step but it's not easy to do yes that's what i was meaning to say it because we all really like to believe that we are not prideful people well in believing that we are not prideful people there's pride involved in that (laughs) right there and honestly every single person is prideful so it's really not if you're prideful, it's determining where you're prideful. Yes. That is the first step yes. there. Determine, you know, where am I being selfish? Because selfish is essentially pride. Where am I? Blah, blah, blah. All these other things. And first, get your baseline of, you know, these actions that I'm taking are sinful. How can I bring God glory and honor by changing them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just with acknowledging these areas of pride that you may have in your life is just remembering that your success and your identity does not come from what you can do or what you have done or what awards, all these things, but rather what Jesus did on the cross. And you can take all this pride and all these worldly things and all these things on yourself and just snowball it up and put it all in to taking pride in your salvation because your salvation does not come from you. It comes from Jesus Christ. And so it's super amazing and powerful that we can rejoice and have this hope and know that we are saved by nothing we will ever do or have done or no matter what. So just remember, like, everything comes from God. Put your pride in your salvation. And honestly, I would say just make a list of accomplishments and possessions of which you could be proud of, and then just go through all these items on your list and write down why each of these things comes from God. And so all these items that you're taking pride in, you can turn them into praise for God. Mm -hmm. 
I've never thought of that, nor have I done that, but it'd be a really good idea. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't either. I just think it's a super good idea, so maybe I should do it. Another really good idea, it's a good idea, but I have not implemented this into my own life. However, I do want to implement this into my own life, and it comes from James chapter 4, verse 14 through 15. It stems off of this verse. Hear me out. Let me read you the verse first. It says, You do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. Mm -hmm. This is something I want to take up. I want to take this verse to heart here. And instead of saying, like, See you tomorrow, I'd be like, If the Lord wills. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. And I mean not in every single thing, because I'd be saying that over absolutely everything that came (laughs) out of my mouth. But how much of a, you know, that would enter such a good conversation when I'm just talking to somebody like, you know, if the Lord wills, I'll see you tomorrow. Right. And all these other things as you're leaving, I think they'd be like, whoa, she's different. But not saying it just out of like being funny or like being serious about it. Right. If God wants me to be here tomorrow, I'll be here. Right. And being sincere about it. I've heard, like, some Christians and some people in my church say, like, Lord willing, I'm going on this trip. Or, Lord mm-hmm. willing, my family's coming to visit. Like, just things like that. And I've always thought, that's so cool. I wish I would get in the habit of saying that. Mm-hmm. But I guess I'll just have to pray about it because I can't get into the habit on my own. I need yeah. God. Lord willing sounds very natural. <laughs> Lord willing, the Lord will get me into the habit of saying Lord willing. Ooh, I see what you did there. <laughs> anyway, our last thing on our list um, for just things we, we can be doing to cure a prideful heart is just remembering what Jesus was in the Bible. And Jesus was described as meek and lowly. And I think it's really important to remember that meek does not mean weak. And mm-hmm. I think I I think I think that a lot. It sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. I think I think that a lot. But I do. When I think I think meek is weak. Wow, it really is turned into a Dr. Seuss book here. (laughs) But, not my point. A meek person puts the needs of other people before themselves. And they go against the grain of a sinful nature. And when I'm putting other people before myself, and I'm putting God at the center, it does not leave any room for me to be at the center. And so that is a way to cure a prideful heart is really acting in true and sincere humility and just living a meek life like Jesus Christ did. Mm -hmm. Okay, does the description of Jesus being meek come from the song Silent Night? Why am I thinking that they describe Jesus as meek in Silent Night? Tender and mild? Or is that Mary? Some somebody's tender and mild in that song. Yeah, I'm trying to sing it in my head. I don't know. Okay, anyways. Uh. Someone comment down below. <laughs> Actually, I don't think you have a comment down below button on podcast. I don't think so either. On our Instagram. Go to our Instagram and let us know. But below. anyways, basically our whole point with this episode is pride hurts you it hurts your relationship with god it hurts your relationship with other people god hates pride and Addie and i don't want to sit here and talk about pride like in a prideful way like we struggle with pride too we have areas of pride in our own lives and we're just praying that god helped us to present this topic in a humble way but we're just praying that you guys will kind of take these things to heart 
and really sit down and think about what areas of my life am I prideful in and where am I disobeying God and taking all the credit for myself and just things like that. So mm-hmm. I think even this podcast, not I think, I know, <laughs> I know even this podcast for me sometimes can be a source of pride and I'm truly trying my best to never let it be that because our podcast motto is truly not me but you and we really want to live that out of it is God's podcast not mine but sometimes I'm complete gonna be completely honest and vulnerable here I see people my age and I just want to look at them and be like hun you do not have this thing figured out and I like to turn that pride factor on myself and say I've got this figured out Mm -hmm. well why do I have this figured out because of God. <laughs> right. And right. all glory to God. And I, guys, I don't have everything figured out. Trust me when I say that. I, me and Ella are learning every podcast we put out there. <laughs> every podcast yeah. there is things wrong said all <laughs> the time. And we are truly learning right along with you guys. And I want to stand here in humility, hopefully, and just say we don't have it all together. And we, we truly don't want to be prideful in this episode because guys we are sinful human beings through and through right yeah yeah well we hope you enjoyed our self-sufficiency self-appreciation whatever we don't really know another episode in the self-series about pride if you're enjoying the self-series let us know because we have some more ideas but we're like are people like sick of it because we're doing mm-hmm. a lot on self. Lot so on self. let us know if you're enjoying it or if you're sick of it. Either way, yep. we want to know. Leave us a review down below. It would really, really help us out. See you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. As always, we'd like to remind our listeners that we're born into a broken world. With that being said, we're not perfect, and we ask our supporters to always fact-check our words and opinions on the one and only truth of the Bible. We would absolutely love to hear your episode suggestions or feedback. Check us out on Instagram by typing not me but you productions into the search bar. Thanks again for the love and support.